0: podcast from two and a Mike is i think it's really cool and um that is what i wanted to say two and a Mike.
1: Today is session number 10 with Tanya, a number that neither of us planned on reaching. But now that we're here, it seems perfectly natural to continue this little series into the 20s and well beyond. Today, we focus mainly on a topic inspired by the Oscars. And I'm sure there are podcasts in every language now talking about that slap. And why wouldn't they? The characters involved are well known, liked or loved, respected for who they are and for what they do. But this is show business. So why are we surprised by the drama? Well, as Tanya raises the point, this is a trigger moment for a topic that has been around for great many years. The need for people to make reference to the body, style or appearance of others. Whether it is body shaming or some other derogatory slight, there appears to always be the spectre of ridicule, the objectification of a person, rendering them victim or prey to the superior being or judge. Well, Chris Rock was slapped down for his cheekiness. But the question is, why do people feel the need to criticize people for such things? Talk about abilities, criticize and be constructive. Are these not options? Perhaps slant or laugh at people in funny ways, but to attempt to humiliate someone, and especially on the basis of what has occurred as a result of illness, is completely unnecessary. Yet Chris Rock did it in front of millions. How many millions do the same and worse without any fear of being slapped down? Thank you, Tanya, for your time and the passion with which you debate and argue. Tanya, it's so it's wonderful to have you here again. Um, this is number 10 with you, by the way. Yeah. So which is like a little uh, a, a little marker in the road. That we have yes,
0: there. it's yeah. amazing. It's a j- jubilee. You say that?
1: It's you, definitely a celebration of some That's sort. A, um yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a jubilee sounds like a far greater sort. Of jubilation is... Uh, it's jubilation. Know, this, yeah, this uh, this huge... Oh, uh, well, it could be. It, why not? Let's celebrate every, every little step. Um, but today's especially uh, sweet because you are a little bit unwell, mm-hmm. uh, as people could tell from your voice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and yet you're still here sacrificing life and limb Um, to to get the word out
0: (laughs) you're so charming Zach so okay (laughs) (laughs) so hello everybody Uh, please excuse my deeply sexy voice (laughs) that's nothing I was training for That's actually Omicron um, um, giving me as a gift yeah so um, at the end uh, COVID also caught me which I think I did quite well because I've been dancing now like since April last year without thinking of it at all and a lot uh, indoor-outdoor. So yeah, and I actually think I got that from from dancing uh, a week ago Um, and I'm in isolation since Thursday. So I had to skip the entire weekend, the beautiful spring weekend with 18 degrees where I could have, uh, um, catched my motorbike and, um, yeah, could have gone oh. out, but, uh, I stayed home <laughs> nice and sweet. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, it,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Your, your little introduction to your current state of isolation reminded me of a song from My Fair Lady where uh, she's saying, I could have danced all night, I could have danced all night, and still have begged for more. So if if, if you hadn't had <laughs> COVID, I, I have a feeling you'd have been dancing all night at the weekend.
0: Yeah, that for sure, you bet. But um, on the other hand, side the funny thing is that I actually wanted to take vacation this week, and I uh, booked an Ayurvedic uh, retreat uh, starting from today till, um this Sunday, Mm. Um, yeah, so to get a pampered and massaged and people (laughs) cooked for me and everything, um, which would have been, um, amazingly lovely. And, Mm. um, and so I wouldn't have gone dancing this weekend. So I just changed it, um, cooking for myself, nobody to give me a massage (laughs) in isolation. But, um, yeah, so I'm trying to keep it. To see it from the positive side, it's not an Ayurvedic retreat, but it's um, it's still a retreat, and it's actually not not the first time that I'm um, retreating. So I've been doing a couple of meditation retreats in the past for eight days, and that's when you are also on your own, um, giving space to thoughts or non-thoughts, or to yourself or to whatever comes up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's not alien to me.
1: It's not mm. new. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had kind of requested from you that we could turn meditation into one of the topics for today. Um, if you want, we could jump into meditation now and then lead into the other bits. It's up to you. Would you rather attack yeah. meditation later and jump into all the juicy bits that you've got uh, lined up? Well, you, you decide. You, you, it's uh, it's only fair. I'd- I really i'm 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 open Zach, whatever yeah yeah, yeah okay. whatever all right. suits all right well as as you open up meditation we might as well tackle it uh, head on so another one of your wonderful uh, sort of status um, imagery and um, sort of you know these wonderful little proverbs and sayings and quotations that you've got but um this particular one i i, I found to be really um I think there's a lot of meaning in it. And the mm-hmm. more that you think about it, the deeper the meaning becomes. On the other hand, it can also be taken very simply um, at the level of of, of what it is. Um, and it's still, in my opinion, wonderful. Um, so the, the, the quotation was, prayer is talking to the universe. Meditation is listening to it.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. Um, and this really... Yeah, this this like it it kind of chimes a bell and one of those bells which gives a very pure, penetrating tone, if you know what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Why did you pick this particular? I mean, what, what does it what does it speak to you?
0: Actually, now I'm quite curious why this um why this um why you are bringing up this one? Like, mm. what what did it do to you or for okay. for you? Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then um why did i pick it um i think because i like the connection between prayer and meditation um like if you look at the words um usually we put prayer um in the context of religion um and then meditation um yeah kind of outside of it so at least I would yeah prayer for me has to do with the church at least that's how I brought up uh, how I have been brought up and uh, and meditation um, prayer is like to the outside and meditation to the inside prayer is towards like towards Something else, somebody else, something else outside and the meditation is inside. And I really like the <clears throat> the connection that it's um um the both things, prayer and meditation are part of one. So the one is you talk to and the other one is you listen to.
1: Um yeah, I, I completely get that. Uh, Tanya for, for me it's actually it's quite yeah there's a lot of there are lots of relationships in these uh, you know nine or ten words um, so obviously prayer meditation talking listening um, I, I said a lot of by uh, listening I, I think by listening we we actually engage more with our environment than when we talk um on the other hand, it's also silly to think that we should have everybody listen because if nobody talks, what are we listening to? Um, obviously nature makes its own sound, uh, but we don't hear it very often anyway. Um, so therefore it's important to have people who speak and who who, who make noises of some sort for us to, to, to learn about. Um, but I also f- found it interesting, prayer is talking to the universe. So this is it's almost the opposite of how you how, what it means to you, and the interpretation of these things, one of the beauties is that everybody has a slightly different interpretation um, and that's perhaps the way all kinds of knowledge and art should be anyway um, but I feel as though talking is um it's all it can be at least in some ways a, a kind of selfish method of trying to dominate what is around us our immediate environment whereas listening is the unselfish participation by trying to allow others their time and their space Um, Now, I know that, however, doesn't translate into all of the elements, um, because this saying here is not trying to teach us that prayer is wrong. Don't do it. You should meditate more. On the contrary, I think your interpretation where both sides are positive um, is is actually the correct way. It's just it, it kind of makes me question, am I more the prayer type of person or am I more? A meditation or meditative type of person and I think I'm I prefer to meditate rather than pray or preach
0: you gave me like um a (laughs) hundred (laughs) points I'm so sorry (laughs) no no that's great (laughs) that's great so uh, I'll share my my thoughts with you on that so um um where to start so for the first I don't think that um um talking or listening that the one is better than the other or more important than the other I believe um they depend on each other so you will not get anywhere if you are constantly talking and sending and sending and sending but you will not get anywhere if you are constantly listening, listening, listening. Um, So for me, it's uh, um, on, how would you say that in English, like on one line, so it's the two sides, and it's not positive-negative, it's just like um, you need both. Mm -hmm. So I can better uh, engage with uh, my environment, with myself, um, with other people if I am capable of both, to listen to how I feel, what's inside me, what do I need, my my needs, my desires. Um, but I also need to be um, able, able and capable of um, formulating them, like telling them, expressing myself. So I will not end up anywhere if I'm only... Uh, listening <clears throat> to others or to myself, but then I, me, as Tanya, I would like the action, following it, um, to to share what I think, to share my what I feel, to share what I need, and to share what I think of what you just said or did or whatever. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. that's that's,
0: that's the one thing and then um the prayer and the meditation thing for me it's the same there's not um i i would actually say i am um it was quite interesting now when you said you are more the meditation type of person i would have agreed and now i'm like if i put prayer in uh, in a religious context and how i've been brought up as i mentioned before then a prayer is something quite el- alien to me because you know like this as a child i had to learn certain prayers and i had to memorize them and then whenever there are the occasions then you have to uh, cite cite them um but when I'm, when, when, when I was listening to you, then, um, um, the image of the ocean popped up. And as you know, as we've also talked about, um, the sea and, and the ocean and the meaning for me is like when I'm sitting by the ocean or by the, by the water, um, <clears throat> and kind of communicating to it, like with my, thoughts or with my emotion then that is actually also a prayer so it's up to me what i'm calling a prayer Mm -hmm. you know it's not only that uh, all with regard to church and religion are prayers if i sit outside and i watch a sunset and i'm like enjoying it that could also be um a prayer if i watch the full moon if like if i'm in nature um that that's also <clears throat> a way of communicating so for me actually a prayer and uh, and meditation maybe I could put it that way there are ways of communicating of communication and it's not that um, th- that would be more what I would emphasize on now than to say the one is listening and the other one is speaking <clears throat> that's I think not that important to me actually
1: Mm-hmm. um
0: yeah
1: yeah so much of it is down to interpretation so i mean i i think that's fine and as i said i mean if we look at the just the words um then, then we can also take this sort of um uh not necessarily superficial but we could take this uh, literal approach and simply take the sentence for what it is hmm. um and this is why i say that it, the more we think about it the, the more complex it becomes perhaps that's because i add the layers to the complexity myself um but then again you know maybe the complexity is there it's just uh, it just depends on the individual and whether they have the time to find it um and if in searching for the meaning am I meditating or ruminating um <laughs> in itself, I, I'm not sure. Um but it is it, it definitely gave me pause for thought and I, I think that's the point, isn't it? It's to too too yeah. often we don't give ourselves the opportunity to reflect upon things, and that's important.
0: Yeah, and that's actually I love very much what you just said because that is actually the reason why I'm posting this uh, different statues, this proverbs so, or so. That it's simply that like I've read, I read them. Um, I had a trigger, and I wanted to share it so that maybe somebody else has his or her own trigger. Yeah that's beautiful. <clears throat> Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, no absolutely and and thank you for it um uh, because you do send these uh these status uh updates out quite regularly it's not necessarily every day but i think it's almost been every day for a very long time so um yeah long may it continue. Um yeah so okay um you've been chapping at the bit trying to reach the the point which um has excited you the most today. Um I think it's only fair um to allow the anticipation to now subside and you can jump into it. So, yeah, so overnight, I didn't watch the Oscars um, because it's uh, timing wise. It's ridiculous. Plus, it takes too long. um, And on top of that, there's far too much um, pat ourselves on the back. We've done a great job, old chap. Um, It's happened far too often. But sometimes there are some interesting events um, or episodes. (laughs) Um, And last night, there was an interesting episode, which, again, can be read into and interpreted in many ways, and I have a feeling we're going to do exactly that. Um, but the uh, presenter for the evening, Chris Rock, uh, Mr. Cheekiness, um, personified in many ways, um, made a comment with regards to Will Smith's wife, which apparently has some historical meaning, um, which Will Smith and I presume his wife... Did not find to be particularly amusing. And Will Smith then decided to walk onto stage and slap Chris Rock and then walked off. And um, yeah, Chris Rock was kind of left bemused, I presume a bit angry, but he managed to control that um, and then made the, you know, said, uh, said something up to kind of turn the attention away from the fact that he had just been slapped. Um, and then Will Smith started to shout at him and swear, saying, um, "Yeah, don't um, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth." Was uh, basically what Will Smith said. And then he repeated this a bit more aggressively again. Um, and then people kind of realized, "Oh, maybe this wasn't an act. Um, maybe this was real." I still feel there may have been elements of acting involved. But anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to make any uh, great judgments about it, but there are a number of um thoughts that you have about this entire episode
0: yeah, they are um there are, and actually, what happened last night or whenever um, um is only the trigger, so I don't have a particular thoughts on what happened there or on the people involved. Um, But what was um, coming up to me was the the fact that what makes us think that we can comment on the physical appearance of other people. And this is something which I'm... um, Yeah, investing some thoughts uh, for already a while. I mean, we are living in a society where it's, um, yeah, a kind of normal to comment on the body and on the, specifically on the body and on the appearance of others in a positive or in a negative way. And I am asking myself already since a while what, that, like, yeah, one question is why is that? But actually my, my point of view is <clears throat> my body is only my business and your body is only your business. And in whatever shape and color and high heights and whatever, we we it comes along or we come along that's our own business and um, so that is actually what I've been um, thinking about because the command made was on the appearance of the lady uh, I'm not going to 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 cite it also but but this is actually what I've been by what I've been thinking um, and I think a lot of a lot of um, challenges we have or a lot of challenges people have in their daily life is actually because of this comments we get on our appearance. Um, And, and for me, it's also quite sad how much time we invest in, um, in standardize um, our appearance. I, I try to put it very mm. broad, and <laughs> that mm. we can um, get into that. <clears throat> yeah. But
1: when you say standardizing, give me like to, to kind of fit a certain mold, which yes. we feel is yes. most acceptable yes. to society. Okay.
0: Yes, I mean but, yes, and then most
1: acceptable or most attractive, because there is a difference here. Do you see see what I mean? For me, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Okay, so you can have a million different kinds of colour, and yet one person will find each colour beautiful in a different way. Yeah? Yeah. That's a different scenario. Um, But, I mean, do you hear say that the mould is standard, as in to not stand out, or do you think the mould is actually to stand out? um
0: it's not about that we want to achieve is that there is a an, an immense pressure in my opinion that we should uh that uh, okay. we need to want you uh, know
1: okay yeah all right that's different then sorry yeah i thought you said that we were, lots of people try because of pressure yeah to to resemble a certain look or a yeah. certain style no, it's um, not
0: about a certain look, a certain style. It's also okay. about a certain experience, like how do I have to behave and do, how do I have to look like as a woman, uh, as okay. a Western woman, as a okay. young woman of, a certain, age, uh, a, of a, a certain age, as a man of a certain age, as a man of a certain cultural background, you know, like as mm. a person, like what is coming from from um, the expectations, uh, like coming from the outside True. like for for me i think the point is couldn't we just leave each other alone a little bit mm. like <laughs> give can't we give each other a little bit of rest and also um we to ourselves mm. um when it comes to the um maybe i lo- i elaborate a little bit on my thoughts maybe they get c- uh, clearer than um <clears throat> we had a um we had a presentation uh, in my working field um I think 2 weeks ago um where we also um um we discussed sexual harassment uh, in the field of work um like and um, and one um one point was also compliments yeah like how do we Uh, like uh, certain like um, things men have been saying to women Mm
2: -hmm. uh,
0: in the past um, uh, were put under the topic of uh, under the headline of uh, it's a compliment and then the the question uh, arose um, uh, so we can't do any compliments anymore we can't compliment anybody anymore or what and I think <clears throat> For me, that is a very narrow understanding of uh, of compliment because you can compliment somebody on a non physical and on a non gender or non sex um, based matter you know it's it's you you don't have to compliment a person and you don't have to attack a person on a on a physical level you mm-hmm. know and i mean the thing what happened last night was Somebody made a joke about the physical appearance of another person. So and it is still accepted in our society to do these things, but it would be nice if we can get um away from that. You know? So, um if you want to compliment somebody, you can you can compliment the, the personality and um, the achievements things this person said or did it has n- not to be necessarily on a on a on a physical level you know like if you as a guy want to compliment a lady or as a as a woman you want to compliment the guy uh, it there are so many fold uh, options to do this but we are mm, very focused on this physical appearance. And then you could also compliment on physical appearance, but it depends on how you put it. Um, am I com- commenting on the other person or am I transmitting <clears throat> uh, what I, what I, uh, what I.
1: Like the sexual th- desire, for example
0: no it's not about sexual desire it's like for me it's like um i can um, um, for example i can tell to somebody you are beautiful or you are ugly you know like it's the Mm. positive and negative so um it's a different thing than then i i put myself above you and i'm commenting you uh in a way which for me is really <clears throat> it's over the top it's like crosses really the red line if i if i really want to to share my thoughts with you i could say like uh in my opinion for me to me you are beautiful you know hmm i don't know i for me there is a huge difference because i speak about myself i speak like about my uh perception
1: mm. okay whereas if you simply say that um, x is beautiful it's not necessarily your own perception but how you believe society would perceive that person is is that the distinction no in your...
0: no mm. it's about that if i say mm, if I say Zach you are smart, mm. you know, then I'm talking about you. Yeah. If I say Zach, in my opinion, I believe I, I really believe that you are smart, then I talk about my perception.
1: Okay. So you're not talking about it's not objective, it's subjective. Ex- exactly. Okay.
0: So I the only the thing I do is I change the 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 perspective. It's and it's um only a slight thing on a communication level, uh, but it for me, it makes a whole, um, whole difference. Mm. I don't know how you would see that.
1: No, no, I do see the difference. I mean, the subjective and the objective I see, as in for me, subjective is something which is not necessarily fact-based, but changes from person to person. Objective is something which most people would see because it's clear or it is evidence-based
0: um but that's I, the point it's like
1: yeah. sorry no, no, please.
0: But, but if it comes to our appearance our bodies there is not such a thing than like objective it's mm. all subjective Absolutely. and this is and but but we we've been given the the imagination the idea that there are that that bodies are objective mm. and they are not
1: this is, yeah, I I definitely see what you're where you're coming from. What there's, but th- there are some problems within the the discussion, not your argument. Um, I think if you were to pluck this argument out of the history of human development, mm-hmm. and simply to present it for what it is, mm-hmm. um, then I think it would make absolute sense and some I think somebody just started drilling in the background um, where I am sorry but I I recently read an article about um, beauty and how uh, it was on it was actually a little video clip on the BBC something relating to the dangers of beauty and there were a few psychologists and sociologists um, who analyzed it and they said throughout human history the role that has been given to the woman Um, has always been essentially matrimonial and to have children as in this was this was essentially the role for women for thousands of years of human development that's what they had very unfortunately been reduced to Mm -hmm. and for this it's this reason why so much of um, the, the the sense of beautification Uh, has a far greater emphasis on women than it does men. Obviously, this has been changing now for the last 30, 40 years and so on. Um, However, this traditional view has always been that women have to make themselves more beautiful, more um, uh, uh, to be lusted after because they need to find a partner to be married. Um, And and this was very much why this this entire development of um, these social norms um, came about. Now, obviously, we've entered this um, this phase, however long it may have been, um, and we're still not there yet. Of trying to attain a kind of equality as in women no longer have that role where all they want to do is be married because you know women work for themselves women have the ability to um, do any kind of job that a man can do and so therefore are independent in their own right and so no longer need to beautify themselves to be able to attain the financial independence that a man would perhaps bring to them, or the legitimacy of a relationship that a man would present to them. Um, However, it seems as though it's still very difficult for us to overcome these, um, I suppose, cultural traditions. Um, And still there's heavy emphasis on um, women, the way they dress, the way they appear to not only the opposite sex anymore, to any other gender that would find them perhaps attractive. Um, And for this reason, I think it's still problematic, Tanya, because we still exist within a society which values beauty. Yeah, as in it's it's very, as in, and, and I'm somebody who will also say beauty is not necessarily based upon either gender or even uh, a living person. I mean, I could see a scene in the countryside or a mountain or a river and say that is just sheer beauty. Yeah. So um, but I do think there is still very much um, a, a, a great, how should I say, we place a lot of value. On beauty, whatever gender it may be. Um, and perhaps this is what needs to change the way that we um, value it, the worth that we give to it. I, but I don't know how we would start to do that.
0: Yeah, we could start to do so with, uh, with putting um, less emphasis on the physical aspect Mm. Because the way, um, like for me, beauty uh, is a very individual thing. And of course, if you would have asked me 20 years ago, I wouldn't have thought about it in such a differentiated way. Mm. Um, um, Of course, there is a societal standard, kind of standard or norm like how a woman should look like in i don't know european countries um we have this um beauty standards for ladies for women and for men like for for everybody
2: mm. you
0: know uh stereotypes i would call them rather stereotypes beauty stereotypes um and i i mean there are so many people around the world who try to fit into the stereotypes, they dedicate their entire lives um, to fit into the stereotypes because they believe once they fit into the stereotypes, into this beauty standard, so-called beauty standard, that they, that happiness will hit on them. Um, That may be the case, but might also not be the case. Um, And I have seen so many people um, really like suffering um, because they believe that they don't suit a certain stereotype um, in the environment where they live. Because of course you change the environment and you have different stereotypes. So this is also—it's—I it's, mean—it's crazy. You have uh, just to come up with the idea like in here over like um, over here in in Europe like <clears throat> a thing which is uh, um which is a i don't know a beauty i don't even know how to say that like uh people like to 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 get a, a suntan no.
1: you know
0: like no like I said, like we Europeans do everything to get a suntan. We get burned and we put on oil and we sit outside uh, in the sun for hours and hours and even risk skin cancer. And then you have on the other side of the world, you have in the Asian countries, um, <clears throat> you have a, a, a diametral other beauty standard, which is the wider and the paler you are, the more beautiful you've been perceived Mm. you know so this is it's so um and for me it's important that i think um every one of us should have the opportunity and the right to express his or him or herself in the way she or he wants and be being spared of comments Mm. uh, specifically negative comments Um, because they can do an incredible amount of damage. Um, The younger you are, the more, I would say. Mm. Um, And yes, I think the focus is more on that women should look like in a certain way, should behave in a certain way. And yes, thank God we are like, I don't know, we are getting or we are walking in a direction where this, uh, where this, um, where we have some serious cracks into this point of of view. Mm. Um, But um, I think there are also a lot of men um, suffering, Um, maybe some of them very consciously, maybe some of them unconsciously, because they have to live up to certain expectations and pictures from the outside yeah so the the point and and the point for me is actually i mean <clears throat> societies are reflecting <clears throat> the individuals who are also creating the society or who are part of the society so for me it boils really down to to the individual level and um, and uh so i've been asking myself why why do I have to comment on on other people's other people's um, appearance? Mm. So and I um, I've been aware of this since a couple of years, and I'm really trying to boil it down, and I'm really trying to um, like watch my tongue in a sense of to see how I communicate. This because I still want to share if I see something beautiful and I I do this so when for example when I go dancing last time I've seen um I've seen a lady um on a social event and I don't know I something about her I really can't recall um was like went to my eye and I was like wow beautiful I don't I I really don't know uh anymore what it was and um and so what i did is i went to her and i told her that in my opinion i don't know whatever it was maybe to make it simple like uh something she 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 wore you know like like in my opinion that looks really beautiful on you or something something like this Mm -hmm. you know um so I think that what I'm advocating for is a more conscious um, kind of handling this hmm. uh, on the one hand side, and on the other hand side, um, living in a society, and that's my personal perception, where we still emphasize on negative things, on, on things we don't like, on things like Ah, look at this person Ah, and look what uh, this person did you know mm-hmm. to to go to the opposite and to emphasize as much as i can when i see something beautiful and i i really i really do this and i also just to to stuck to this um, um example like when i go dancing and i i dance with a leader and i think uh, he or she is really um really good in in, in leading or um I also love to sit there and to observe and to watch and to learn while observing. Uh, and I see uh, a follower who is um, having an uh, an amazing flow. Then I'm I'm if I get a chance. I I'm not focusing and running around this be- behind this person. But if I if I get a chance. And actually, last time I went dancing, it happened that I've seen a a lady dancing. And I was like, wow, she has an amazing flow and she has a very smooth um, um, body movement. And then it happened that she was sitting next to me. And then I told her because what I was what I what I think, in my opinion, if I think something positive, um, I want to share it more and more with the person I'm thinking it about because and she was really she was really like delighted and happy and was like that's that's so kind that you say this like yeah but if I think it then I can also say it and uh, um, give it back to you you know Mm. I think I made a quite a big loop now
1: <laughs> no no that's fine again you, you you've done what i did earlier which is basically you you uh you, you've said uh, about a hundred things and um yeah th- it's going to be impossible for me to re- reflect um mm-hmm. on, on every single one um i i find there is however inherent within the, the topic um there is a social difficulty. Um, for us to be able to overcome the issue and I think it's it's not just black or white. Um
0: Yes, and just just to interrupt you. Yep. Yes, yes, it is, but that's no excuse. Mm. It might be like that, but this for me is a reason to even more put the finger on it.
1: Mm. No, I, I think it has I to I don't be care discussed. if it's impo-
0: yeah. I, I don't care if it's easy or not. Mm. The thing I care about is that I really believe what is what 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 is right in the sense of what makes people feel better. And yeah. if I, I if I watch around and I see uh, girls and boys getting sick and um b- because of certain expectations they try to fulfill and can't fulfill people who are getting uh operations and i don't know i mean i mean to put it very boldly who the fuck am i to comment on your physical appearance Zach? and who the fuck are you to comment on my physical appearance this is my body and the only person i i should like um i don't know like answer a question about my body is myself mm. And if I don't ask you for a feedback, why the hell should you comment? And as I said, like if you want to share something, then at least put it in a in a in a way that I am able to that I can That's- put it in the corner, like, okay, this is in, in in this case in the case of this example, this is Zach's opinion about my, this isn't that, the thing mm-hmm. I said, the thing I did, the thing I look like, the thing I'm wearing, you know, and yep. it says, and like, I, there's a, um, a, th- um, a sentence I really like, the things you say to me, they say everything about you and nothing about me. Mm-hmm. And everything I am saying to you says everything about me and nothing about you, because it's my perception underlying my words. Mm. and I, that is that is where i really want to to i don't know get or create a a, a bigger consciousness a bigger openness uh, or even to just um give a little spark of thinking in this direction mm. uh and um yes it has been different it had been different different in the past but yeah so what It doesn't doesn't mean that we can't change it. And just because we might only be able to change it step by step doesn't mean that we shouldn't start walking.
1: No, absolutely. I I think all of these points are completely spot on. Um, I I, I think that it's difficult because there aren't enough people uh, that have the will in society um, or indeed the desire in many ways. Um because I, I, I think about I think about it a lot about communicating because it's basically my work is based upon communicating. How to communicate, um, how to listen, how can I improve my listening, how can I help people to develop and so on. Um and I have to be quite um as somebody who also helps people improve their language abilities, I cannot simply say to everybody oh your your language oh it's fantastic because then there's no scope to really compliment somebody when they've actually taken a step forward. If I simply say to everyone, even when they're rubbish, oh you're great um that's doing them a disservice because I'm not actually basing that opinion on fact i'm just doing it to boost their self-esteem so when people make mm-hmm. grammatic errors with me and, and i'm working with them um you know i have to try to correct them and then i can't after having corrected them a 100 times say oh well done you were good today um i have to turn around and say do you know what you really have to concentrate more um, because today wasn't good enough mm-hmm. but then afterwards when they do something which is great and i say well done that compliment then means it's an assessment That actually means something far greater to them than any of my previous criticisms, because they've actually felt that they have earned um, the compliment. But what we're talking about here isn't knowledge, and it's not a person's ability that is developing. We're talking about a person's um, body, the way that they look, something which not in every case is up to them to be able to change or not many of us have natural bodies and you know we can't work on them um and and this is essentially the situation that we are in i think the term is called body shaming if i'm not mistaken and um it's been an issue for a number of years um And there are lots of platforms such as um, Big is Beautiful. Um, Recently, I've seen a number of um, disabled models uh, promoting um, the beauty of people who have disability. Uh, There's a wonderful uh, woman um, on on Twitter who um, released photos of her in a wheelchair wearing a bikini, you know, and said, you know, disabled people also like to have sex. Um and it was just this wonderful sort of positive messaging um that, that she reproduced. And in, in the comments section there were lots of people who came back with not insults but disparaging comments, comments like, I didn't need to see this and stuff like that. And you think to yourself, you know, how privileged a statement is that? That you know, you only want to see the beauty that you feel is acceptable. Um, and you don't want to consider the possibility that there are other types of bodies and other types of people in other situations um, who also want to feel beautiful, you know, when the moment takes them and so on.
0: Well, um, for me, it's not yeah. about who want to feel beautiful. I really believe that we all ha- have or have beautiful aspects or are beautiful. Absolutely. But the thing is that uh, we do not allow ourselves uh, to perceive ourselves uh, as beautiful, because um, we live in a society where, first of all, if I say, if I go out and say I'm beautiful, then people will say, yeah, the shitstorm will come uh, before I before I count to yeah, two, yeah. because how how egocentric or I don't know, you know, like uh, how full of yourself are you to say something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, again, beauty lies in the perspective of the yeah, the in one the who's in the eye of the beholder, beholder exactly. Mm. And and uh, yes, I mean, you said the body shaming, body positivity, etc. Yeah, there are there are movements. There is it? like for me, it really boils down to diversity if it comes to physical aspects. And. Um, Yeah, this is the one thing, Um, Mm. but, um, and I actually do not agree with the comment you made before, (laughs) (laughs) when you said, uh, because you said, like, we have our bodies, we can't change them, and unfortunately, there are so many ways you can change our body um like they do I'm, eat a lot or not or they go to the gym or they do operation like so uh we have so many options like you dye your hair you cut your hair you get uh, extensions you know so there are so mm. many uh, ways you can you can change your appearance um at least the appearance of mm. the body to fit or to not fit um, I,
1: only, I only wanted to say not yeah. everyone not not that it's universal but not everyone is because some people do suffer from um, disorders and so to simply assume somebody Mm. is in a certain way because look at them they're lazy they don't want to do anything um that that is pure ignorance because we don't know if that person actually has a medical disorder and this is why their appearance is the way that is that's what i was referring to generally speaking yes of course we see it all the time don't we how people have modified their anatomies yeah Yep.
0: And then the other thing is you 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 mentioned, um, of course you shouldn't compliment anybody like in you you gave the example of your students, you shouldn't compliment your students Hey, <laughs> you did a great job and then not really. <laughs> mm. you know um, I think here honesty um, and con con how you say and constructive criticism, you mm. know, but there's also that there's is a way to say, Okay, you did crap today, you know, Mm. (laughs) or in my opinion, you can do better. And for that reason, you should do one, two, three you know you know mm. what i mean so i'm yeah. i'm not advocating for don't talk negative <laughs> uh, and cover it all up uh, as nice as possible no not 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 at all that's also not me <laughs> mm. um like i'm also a person who rather is like in your face with my comments <laughs> uh, i try to work on that as well <laughs> but um um but to have it more like mm, to be more conscious to be more, more aware how do I speak how do I address things and could I address them in a in a different way so that that's all I advocate for so mm. more reflection or more mindfulness or whatever however you want to put it you know so mm. um um yeah. And maybe also as a base, like, would would I want to be talked to in a certain manner?
1: Mm. You know, like. So, I mean, well, when I was still learning Italian, um, mm-hmm. I, I it, somebody playing football with a group of 20 guys and one of them said to ask me, what were you doing? Um, and, I, and And I responded in Italian and I said something completely wrong. Um and his response was cosa? and then they all the whole team, like the whole not just the team, the other team as well, they all fell over laughing. Um and I learned my lesson. I, I never made that same mistake again because it was okay, I didn't find it particularly embarrassing, but it was just quite funny. Um and, and thereafter I yeah, I, I was forced basically to learn um to say the, the to say what I wanted to say correctly um i, I mean th- there are d- different strategies for uh, achieving different results um uh- I think this is also a question of your mindfulness in the sense of um, we have to be mindful of the person we are communicating with. Some people react to um, a different kind of teaching and a different kind of training and other people react in different ways. And if we know the people we're working with, then we know the best method Mm -hmm. of uh, achieving the result that we want um but this is coming away from the the body shaming topic which is the the main issue uh, you know, at hand okay.
0: um just just hang. On. i mean and you yeah. just said that that uh, different strat uh, say it again, that different strategies
1: yeah different methods of uh, getting people to achieve the targets that they have
0: Yes, and the I totally agree. And the 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 reason why I am advocating for a certain uh, for a certain way is not because I think you always have to be a, like a hundred percent mindful and blah blah blah, but just to to show that there are also other ways because the way of insulting people putting pressure um, um get them stripped strip naked in front of others uh humiliating people um this had been a strategy or those have been strategies in the past and i don't think that they work and and what i'm advocating for is just to Try to be open to see that there are also other possibilities and other options how you could reach an aim,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how you can make people learn. For example, in that case.
1: Yeah, I think so much comes down to empathy, Tanya. Empathy is hugely yes. and missing. And respect,
0: empathy, yeah. and respect. And I don't talk about respect, which puts your the person uh, you are like interacting with um, above you. Um, or yourself above uh, this person, but on an eye level. For me, empathy, respect boils all down to eye level. Mm. If we try to um, handle each other, to communicate with each other uh, on eye level, for me, that makes already a big difference.
2: Mm.
0: And we we are not... um, I would say, like, most of us are not brought up in this way.
1: Mm. No, we we are brought Mm -hmm. up in competitive Mm -hmm. environments where automatically we are told that if you want to win, you have to um, target your opponent's weaknesses. Um, And if they don't have a weakness, then create one. Um, and, And essentially... The system that we that I grew up in, especially is uh, I have to say, it's, it's the, in the UK, you know, there's a kind of Anglo-Saxon approach to competition. Um, it, it's quite tough. Um, I'm not saying that uh, in mainland Europe it's easy because it's not at all. Um, but I, I didn't grow up with it. And so therefore, it's not my place to comment mm-hmm. upon it. Um, but essentially, you know, we're not taught automatically to develop uh, thought as a team. It's you yourself. Um, you, you have to think about you, who you are first. And that means you've got to rise above the others.
0: Exactly. It's,
1: you know, exactly. And, but, but that's the problem, though, isn't it? Yes. Because yes. We, sh- we shouldn't be trying to exactly. automatically rise above. Yes, but trying, our, yeah.
0: our whole educational system, everything uh, surrounding us is like aiming for that. Yep. That since our childhood we we are uh, uh, we get educated to rise above others and uh, f- for me this is not an interesting approach anymore since I am aware of that and since I see what happens within this um, approach for me I I rather have this eye level thing and. Um, yeah, eye level approach. Mm. And of course, this is a bit difficult if you if you live in an environment and in a society, which is based on that, you know, that once you have the power, you keep and you sit on the power, you know, because, because like to rise above others is about, um, accumulating power in whatsoever field of, uh, of life, uh, um, and to keep, to keep that power, to to make yourself yeah. self-safe, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I I don't want this for me.
1: Yeah. The, the unfortunate thing, though, Tanya, is so many people do want it for themselves. Um, but maybe and because
0: they don't know that there are also other opportunities. Yeah,
1: well, I think some, Just... so, yeah, so many, i tell you, because I, I yeah, my, my work in the Armenian community in London was a, a real microcosm of, you know, political organizations everywhere mm-hmm. else, because human nature is the same no matter wh- where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so many people, they, you know, they reach a certain age, they attain a certain degree of power. They don't want to share, you know, as, as far as they're concerned, it's a chair, not a bench. And so therefore, you know, there's no space to shuffle their buttocks across to accommodate other people. It's a chair. Um, and if you want to sit near the chair, then you can sit at my feet. Um, and they don't want to give it up. They never want to give it up. Um, but that that for me is a shortcut to essentially weakening the very institution that you believe you are strengthening with your presence, because it will be automatically undermined from within. Um but this is human nature is very unfortunately such that it never learns from the, from the yeah you know, stories of the past. We we've never learned. Um, and the thing is, if you look back to like the ancient times, Nero, Caligula, uh, Julius Caesar. I mean, you know, these have all had troubled leadership in many ways. Nobody's ever learned from these the stories, um, mm-hmm. and we just simply mm-hmm. repeat the same crap that they did. Yeah.
0: Okay, let me just say that um, the the ones you were citing now, they mm. were all men.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, just as a side remark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs>
2: and then, of course.
0: And then, and then um, to what you were saying, referring to like the power broker who was sitting on, I assume his chair,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, um, would not um, share the... The, the power, and I believe that it is possible. Maybe, maybe it's um, okay. Maybe it's a time thing, so next generations would do that. But for me, it's also um, okay. Maybe there's this one person who wouldn't, but maybe there's another person who would. And then to see, okay, what is it because what, what are you why are you so keen on having power? Why are you clinging to your power? Um is it fear what what is it what you try to to accommodate like within yourself also mm. again, a person who is clinging to power this this act is saying a lot about the person
1: you know absolutely absolutely, and no, I'm
0: not I'm... saying i'm not I'm not running around all pink and glitterish and saying like yeah, we can <laughs> change the world and like. The day after tomorrow, but I'm saying there 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 are other ways, and we've seen um, a couple of thousands of years um, in the past um, running the show in a certain way, and maybe now it's a time. Well, no, it's not. Maybe it is a time where at least a little shift in a in a in another direction is coming across. I hope so. At least for me. So I, I don't so. know where this is all going, and I'm not saying it's all it's going to be all better. Uh but um I, I would the, I would like to give it a try.
1: Mm. I mean, I know we, we are not here to talk about politics, but just to make one very quick reference, which you don't have to comment on if you don't want to. Um but it, up as recently as last week in the Bundestag where you had Mertz talking about, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, you know what you're talking about.
1: Okay. All right. As in, you know, these are the kinds of statements which, you know, I, I think have to be, you know, completely, um, you know, they have to be highlighted. And I, I think Annalena Baerbock was brilliant in the way that she responded. Um, but he has to be slapped down as in he should be punished by his party meds but he's not and the thing is what what i feel at a time when we should be um, incorporating far more women in decision-making processes not just politically but also in our organizations and companies and so on um, these kinds of world events take place where men automatically feel it is their area of expertise. And so therefore they they once again tighten their stranglehold uh, on political leadership. Uh, And I feel as though these kinds of events are being used to push women further back when actually what we really need and exactly as Mrs. Baerbock said um, and some other female politicians also came in and said, well, one of the problems is we don't have enough female leadership because probably we wouldn't have been in this place um, had there been more women involved earlier on. So, yeah, I I know you didn't want to jump into a political discussion, but uh, just to say that I really agree with you. I think there is a shift, um, but we could lose and by we, I mean society could lose all forward steps that we've taken over the last 20 years um, if we're not careful.
0: I think this risk is, uh, is and has always been there in history, that you lose the momentum, that you might lose the momentum, which for me is not a reason to not try to use the momentum and to follow it. Um, the second thing is just also to explain for the audience why you were emphasizing two or three times that I, should, I don't have to because I don't want to. I, I don't. I, I, I really try to spare political discussions out of the podcast. I love to have political discussions, but this rather on an eye-to-eye level. Um, but I have to admit, I really like that you cited this. Uh, this. Uh, it, what it is, event exactly. or that the example um, and the only thing I'm, I'm 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 sharing here now is like um for me the most important thing is what annalena Baerbock, what our foreign minister mm-hmm. said dot like mm-hmm. the, the what she said and how she said it mm-hmm. and and for me to to um, uh, conclude the, the circle of what happened last night, what I found quite interesting, and for me, this is also a way of communication, is that um, Will Smith, when he got the award, I mean, I... I, 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 I Clip. oh dear yeah a clip mom i my, my guys <laughs> no, like. I, no i i really think which like this <laughs> this omicron uh is uh is like uh, really occupying my my parts of my brain <laughs> so <laughs> we have to stop here yeah, i'm getting so exhausted so what i really what what i also hear you can i don't i don't want to talk about him or or Chris Rock or whatever, but the the, the thing I, I I I acknowledge what I what I observed is when he had his speech uh, taking the 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 Oscar he won, he did not mention once what happened before in like directly, you know, there was no talk of, uh, I hit somebody or somebody insulted my wife or whatever, but he focused on the things, on, on like more positive things, you know, hmm. uh, on what is important to him, uh what he thinks uh, or what he would like to stand for, and this is also something we, we, and then this is, I mean, this is what me, no, it, it says negative uh, negative for sometimes I have the feeling negativity sells instead of always underlining what is bad, what sucks, what is not working, what ha- didn't work, what for sure will not work, you know, like to, to, uh, and the, the um, non-appropriate things somebody said to also, to, to to focus also on the appropriate things that happen, to give them and the people who stand behind that the, um, the stage. In, you know, yeah. I don't really yeah. know if I can make myself clear here, yeah, um, yeah. If, if you understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I do.
2: Um,
0: oh, um, yeah. So this is why I'm saying, um, of course, it's not... Not important what um, happened before our foreign minister made her comment, but for me the focus is on her comment.
1: Yeah, and the positive impression that it yes. left and uh, and also yes. the number of people who um who I've seen have responded positively to yeah. her statements there, there have obviously been lots of mm. other responses but again as you say for the very same reason um I I don't care about the negative uh, comments because yeah they're, for me they they're meaningless um what what her message was was far more powerful and far more meaningful um, yeah, Tanya, I know it's really hard. So therefore, um, I, you know, I, I think it's, um, yeah, we've already surpassed the hour mark. Yeah. yeah. So, you yeah, know, it's not as though we're cutting it short or anything. Yeah. Um, but, um, you, you've definitely, you know, put in the effort of two or three podcasts in that one. Um, and I'm, I'm clear, clearly hopeful and I'm sure that come the next chat, you will be completely, uh, Corona free and back to your normal uh extremely effective self even though today you were great anyway is that a compliment sorry can i is that that's
0: yes, a- it's, it's, thanks i understand <laughs> how you meant this how you mean it thank you for that i just want to say that i i that was quite dense from the topics i think really from the different topics we had we could go on and on for hours and uh, um yeah, for me, I, I, yeah, it's 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 difficult to 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 boil it down to to a podcast, and uh, so I really don't know if I succeeded. Um, yeah, we will see. <laughs> well, I, I don't that, know. It's like
1: no, I, I think you approached a very difficult topic. Um, in, in, in your. You know, typically robust fashion i mean you, you you don't you don't you don't bullshit tanya you say it like it is um and for me
2: at least in yeah, my I reality
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah um but that's great. I mean, that's that's the refreshing element of being able to listen to your thoughts on, on these topics. Um, and yeah, you know, we maybe didn't necessarily reach um, like, like any fundamental uh, sort of shift momentum, as it were. Um, but you highlighted lots of things that people can do and the, the kind of reflections that people should make um and i'm sure that in future episodes we'll talk about it again because i mean this uh, this issue of um because it's not only you know body shaming and what we see on television and what happens at work but i mean these are things which happen to kids at school 24/7 yeah. um, on, on social media um yeah it's it's non-stop and and it's it's led so often so tragically to you know young girls committing suicide um yet yeah, sometimes people really do not see um, or they don't care to see the potential consequences of the words that they use. And, you know, these words can be extremely harmful for many, many years. Um, and and they're simply they're not necessary. Uh, that's in so many, you know, so many events that have occurred that I've read about and seen. And there's never a point to it. Um, it's just, you know, there is an inherent um, need for some people to bring others down, because they feel it makes them feel superior, which is also what you were referring to before, um, to rise above and so on. Um, Horrible, horrible, horrible. So thank you for um, talking about these things. Yeah, I'm going to absolutely give you the last word. So please,
0: Thank you so much, Zeg. <laughs> yeah, to to you and also to those ones listening. Thanks for your time. And uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> I've been not a hundred percent today um and there is actually an idea I wanted to come up with already the last one two three podcasts we did like and Mm -hmm. actually what I wanted to do is um as we always have so many topics and we can hardly uh decide what to talk about in the in the um in the podcast I also wanted to invite those ones who are listening to us like if they have topics if they have ideas if they would like us to to talk or to tackle something or to discuss, discuss something, it would be not like I would be open. I don't know about you, but I actually would really like to invite your, your audience to, to like come up with ideas, like if they have something for us, uh, mm. we could uh, meditate upon <laughs> during your podcast. That'd be great. Um, yeah. So.
1: Absolutely. I'll also write that into the notes, um, yeah, and cool. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll put some contact details in there as well somehow, so that people can get ideas to us where, cool. when when they have some. Thank you very much, Tanya. It's wonderful to Thank speak you. with you again. And um, yeah, uh, what should I say? Get well soon. Go to besserung. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so <yeah>. much.
0: <laughs>
1: Take care.
0: Thank you. Bye bye. Uh, uh,
2: and a mic